just to say I keep her in check. She was all bad, bad, nevertheless. Calling it quits now, baby, I'm a wreck. Grass on my place, baby, you're a wreck. Need us to say I'm keeping her in check. She was all bad, bad, nevertheless. Calling it quits now, baby. This is episode 643 for October 2020, and you're listening to the Spider Man Crawl Space Podcast. And I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is Sunflower by the Bella River Music Group on YouTube. They're covering that song. Uh, made famous for the Into the Spider-Verse movie. And we're going to talk about Miles Morales in this episode. Before we get there, I want to thank people that made this episode possible for you to listen to. They logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace and they signed up for some exclusive podcasts and also helped the website. Uh, so a big thank you goes out to Gru Comics, Jimmy, Scott, Sam, Anthony, Jared, Sarah, John, Patrick, Sammers, Ghost Spider, 2018, Ira, Kelly, Donnie, JR, Noah, Curtis, Vinkman, uh, Datboy, Bob, Joshua, Mohammed, James, AJ, Eric, Michael, 2099, Scott, Avenji, Jay, Robert, JB, Dowd, Frederick, Will, Hafskimo, Frazetta Hulks, hashtag something good for you, Laura, Nick, Thomas, Ricky, Symbiobro, Stephen, John, Stuart, Andrew, Michael, K, Craig, and Patrick. Again, they logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace, and they support the site and the podcast, and they make it available for you each and every month. And as a thank you, one of the perks is they get their name at the front of the episodes. They also get a monthly Spider Satellites podcast, which we just released last week. And people are downloading that, and it's only available on patreon.com slash crawlspace. All right, time for some spider news. Hey, Carl Spacers, welcome to our new show. Let's introduce the panel. We have Kelly. Happy birthday, hey, belated Kelly. Bro. We did that on the last show. We're continuing it on this show. <laughs> yeah. Should we sing again? No, 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 no. we're good. We're the internet can't handle were too. howling when we were singing. Did you get any cool spider swag for your birthday? I did. Um, anything cool? Like what? Uh, I don't. I don't know if I should say anything about it because I don't know if I should talk about it, but um, I got something very, very sweet from one of our good friends, um, Mr. Ron Friends, uh, oh, and Spider Girl Crew. Uh, so I, I need to ask if it's okay to post it publicly uh, so everyone can see it because I, I, right now I'm kind of holding on to it because I really am speechless and have no words for it and I'm beside myself. Ron, Ron Friends sent you a birthday gift. Is that what I'm hearing? Well, wow. a drawing from the Spider Girl team. Wow. When I asked for a swag, I didn't expect that. That's really cool. Yeah. I, um, I, That's I'm really still beside cool. myself. I still don't feel like That's it's cool. like real. Um, yeah. so. what I'm hearing is that this is kind of sort of off the record for now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, cause I don't, I don't want to like go bragging about it. That's it, cool it, though. It yeah. means a, it means a lot to me. So, yeah. so Ashley, what did Felicia Hardy bring you? <laughs> yeah. Just my heart. Your heart. Oh. Yeah. That's she doesn't funny. need to give me anything. There you She's go. JR, what did Norman give you? <laughs> Couple of pumpkins. <laughs> Relative to what? I don't know. We're just going around introducing people. Oh. And Chi Town, what did Mary Jane give you? Besides a divorce. No. <laughs> oh. oh, I forgot oh. about that. Look at that. 
Look at that commission yeah, by Carlos Gomez. That is a great looking commission. That is so cool. Really is. Nice. That's what I got. Yeah, that's what you got. I love that. Yeah. Uh, Adam off the top says we need a Gog versus Wizard Dog series. No, we Why don't. Do we, we don't need that. Uh, Anthony says happy birthday, Kelly. Very Thank nice. Uh, let's see. We are going to start with Peter talking about the PS5 Spider-Man game that is with Miles Morales. You talk over this and I'll play the video. We've got gameplay footage of um, the new game coming to PS5. Let's talk about it. Okay. You're going to turn down the volume? Or yeah. do one? Oh, I don't think I hit volume, so you can just talk over it. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Insomniac has given us uh, a gameplay footage of what yeah. the new Spider-Man Miles Morales game will look like. And mm -hmm. shows, you know, Miles going into the window, doing their usual gameplay. It is taking one year after the events of uh, PS4 Amazing Spider-Man. Right. So Miles, and I guess uh, Genki is now part of his roommate and does know yeah, that uh, right Miles, is, uh, Miles is Spider-Man. And mm -hmm. His mother is running for election to be mayor. Yeah. So that's something of a little tidbit to look forward to. Mm -hmm. And the rest of the footage shows uh, Miles dressed up as Spider-Man um, going on a bridge to save a bunch of people. And the villain happens to, to be Tinker. Oh, yeah, the Tinker. But she's got – It's a. is it a girl Tinker? It's a woman, yeah, it's a woman uh, Tinker. And, yeah. Um, and she's There's got a lot a of chaos costume, on the bridge, yeah. and uh, I kind of like uh, how Miles is uh, acting as a true hero. His number one concern is people's safety. Telling the okay. guys to back off, and when the fight breaks off, there's a lot of cool moves using his uh, venom blast. Are they called venom blast? I, I don't. Yeah, know. is that Tinker that just hit him right there in that scene? Yep. Okay, yep. that's Tinker. That's okay, that's Tinker different right look. there. She's. I don't know what's what the hoodie, but they're this there. This still looks like cutscenes. It doesn't look like actual gameplay yet. Yeah, it's 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 cuts. Swings and there's when uh, Spider-Man fought the Kingpin in the first game. That's kind of what you're going to be doing right here. Okay, and I envision this Spider like the very first bit of the game. If I had yeah. to guess, yeah, most likely. Yeah. And uh, during this uh, entire footage, you got uh, Miles using his Venom Blast, taking yeah. care of some of the goons that are around him, but most likely protecting people. And when you're playing this game, you are going to be focused on using your controls to keep people safe more than fighting, which is actually a, a nice pace for uh, a Oh, here's gameplay. Here's gameplay. We're seeing a little bit of gameplay right now. Um, what do you think of this? Does it look good, Pete? Do you want to buy a PlayStation 5 and play this? Well, the good news is, is that uh, this game is also available on PlayStation 4. That's true. Yes, uh, you'll get exclusives with a PlayStation 5, but you'll be able to play this game on PlayStation 4. A lot of people have been asking that is this a sequel to the Spider-Man game? No, it is not. It is a spin-off. This happens one year after the events of uh, Spider-Man PS4, mm -hmm. and you get to play this on PS4 or PS5. Yeah, um, but it does look like a cool game to play if it you're does. if you if you're Miles. And Miles is now living in Harlem, so maybe oh, we'll okay. see Luke Cage. You never know. Oh, there you go. Uh, Rest of your thoughts. I know Kelly's a gamer. Ashley's a gamer. Jr. His son is a gamer. Ashley and Kelly, what do you think of this? What's it what do you think? I'm excited to get back into the Spider-Man game. Um, it was yeah. a great game. It was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see 
what more they're doing with it, what more they're bringing to the table. So um, let's let's do it. Bring it on. I I was super excited about this, um, but the whole changing Peter's face kind of killed oh. it for me. Um, just because even I think even when it's on PS4, it's still going to be the new face, and that just bugs me because he, the new face looks like he's fourteen. Mm. Um, I, I think it's going to take me out of the story a little bit, but it looks like a great game otherwise. So mm -hmm. I'm kind of sad that that's what happened. Yeah. Is that happening for the we'll get to that. Huh? I think that it's, I think it's just the remastered that on the PS5, they're changing. His that yeah. But I, if he's in this game, like if he's in oh, this game, on Mac, like it's going to be yeah, his yeah. new yeah. face. Yeah. yeah. They have a new face actor for him. So yeah, that's true. Uh, has anybody tried to buy a PS5? I tried. We got one coming. Oh, you you got one in? Nice. Yep. yep. We got the, you... uh, the bundle. Jack managed to snag one of the special GameStop pre-orders they were doing oh, after the initial pre-order. And so we got the collection that comes with, I think, the um, Demon Souls remastered and the Miles Morales game. I tried to order it on Best Buy. And it wouldn't let me put in credit card information. It kept uh -huh. looping and looping and yeah. looping. And I, it's still in my cart and it still says it's out of stock. Hmm. So I'm not sure I'm going to be able to get this. However, here, here's a crawl space exclusive. Uh, when I get a PlayStation five, I've actually, I pre-ordered this game before I have the console before I have a PS five. So I have this game pre-ordered when I get it, I'll stream it. Like I did two years ago when I streamed, but I'm I'm gonna buy a camera so you can see my weird confused face as I web sling. Like I you couldn't see that last time, <laughs> so I'll try I'll try to uh, get the camera set up in the living room, and you guys can watch me cuss and and be a 45 year old guy trying to web sling, uh, through a what how old's Miles? 16 years old or 17? That's kind of fun. Jr. What do you think of this gameplay? What do you think? <laughs> I don't care. You know? <laughs> <laughs> did you play, play the it. PS4, Jr.? I know Spencer no, did. No, no, I don't play those games. I I'm still trying to beat Super Mario on the uh, Nintendo, the original Nintendo from 1985. You know? So, well, are, you we, know. are we doing a Patreon exclusive of Jr. trying to figure out the web swinging? Ooh, <laughs> that would be fun. By the way, Fear of the Beans is excited. You want to watch me play it? That's fun. Yeah, Fear of the Beans. I'll, I'll do it. That'll be fun. Um. So Ashley, uh, Kelly, did you pre-order it, or are you gonna are you gonna get a PS Five? I so I was gonna wait because yeah. normally around November, um, around Black Friday, they'll probably have some more in stock, like more pre-orders in stock. It's just so. kind of how they do it. Uh, so I was looking at maybe trying then, but at the same time, after the face stuff, um, if I get it, it'll be for PS Four, um, hmm. and. That's kind of, I'm just kind of like, eh, like I'll probably download it, not really buy the physical copy oh. and do it that way. So there, I'm not really too, good, too worried about good, it. That's a good question. Are you guys going to buy the discless uh, PS5 or the one that you put physical media in? That's a good question. I think I, we've got the one that you put physical media into because I mean, I'm, I'm never going to let physical, I'm never going to go digital exclusive. I'm like, I need to hold a copy of something in my hands. I do that yes. with books. Same. Music, I, yeah. yeah, yeah. Kelly, you too. You you like the 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 disc? Uh, normally, it's yeah. just like I said the the whole thing that Sony's trying to pull right now just kind of bums gonna, me out. 
We're going to talk about the face thing in a lash. We'll, we'll st- hit that. That Kelly seems ticked about that face. We'll get to the. I am. <laughs> we'll get the. Really? Well, let's You're let's just go to one. let's just go to the face. Uh, let me let me stop Miles over here. Uh, let me remove this, and I will pull up a video that compares the face. I think that's uh, Ashley's topic. So let me yes. copy this. That's a good one, Devil Breaker. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales will be available on November 12th for PS4 Mm -hmm. and for PS5. There will be uh, two versions. If you get the, uh, I think it's the, yeah, the Ultimate Edition that will come with uh, uh, the PS5 Spider-Man exclusive with the remastered (laughs) along with that game. Devil Breaker, you watched me play PS4 (laughs) Spidey when I first got it. I didn't die on the first try. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Pretty good. But I, the Kingpins guys killed me pretty quick. That was, yeah. Uh, all right. Peter's face. Ashley, tell me what's going on. Okay. So out of respect for Kelly, I won't be as condescending about this as I was. No, you, no go ahead. Do it. <laughs> oh, no. I can take it. It'll be fine. <laughs> this is probably one of the pettiest things I've seen gamers complaining about this year in a year where there have been many, many petty complaints by gamers and I'm probably getting more emotional about this one because it, it escalated to death threats. And I'm like, really? That, really? Yeah. That part is inappropriate. Yes. But there's so many people acting like it's just something that insomniac decided to do for the heck of it, or that they're trying to lick the MCU's boot because there are some more similarities between um, this new face actor and Tom Holland which I do think is funny because I feel like the old one reminded me more of Andrew Garfield. And this one does look a bit more like Tom Holland, mm-hmm. but um, it really kind of falls into the category of gamers complaining about things without understanding how games get made. And some of the tech, uh, the technical things that have to happen behind the scenes that the developers and designers actually have to work with, because the reasoning behind changing the face actor is because to my understanding with the graphical capabilities of the PlayStation 5, it has the fidelity to the um, the lip syncing is so high that the old face actor wasn't properly syncing with Yuri's um, lip movements. So they had to go and find a face actor whose face more closely resembled Yuri's so that it would translate properly and that they wouldn't have any weird things going on with the lip thinking. So it's not like they're just trying, they're recasting him. Like there's an actual design purpose behind this. There's an actual practical reason. And if you look at pictures of Yuri, yeah, he does kind of have a bit of a baby face at some angles. So I understand that he looks a little aged down, but in order to actually take full advantage of what the PlayStation 5 can offer, they have to make some changes. And it's not always going to be exactly what we want. We can't have the cake and eat it, too. So it's like you can't have same old Peter Parker and then also the all the demands of this new technology. Yeah, It's just that the face looks like a dramatic change compared to the rest of the yes, game exactly. that is changing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know what the story is with all the other uh, all the other voice actors versus their face actors, but 
people are acting like insomniac is doing this to personally offend them or out of some, I don't know. Okay, it's so, so minor. It's, it's like, I understand. I don't see my thing is, be- I don't think this is minor. This is a huge change because it, the the look of him changes your attitude towards the character. When you see him as a 24 year old and you believe he's 24 or 25, like right here, it's easier to get into that mind frame versus I'm sorry, this looks like to quote someone on Instagram diet, Tom Holland. Yeah. And it's, and this is my thing. And it's, I, I get what you're saying and I do agree if they needed to change it because it wasn't syncing up right, why not use Yuri's face? Why pick someone so young? And then two, they know what's coming across like that and they have the technology that they could have made him at least look like he's 24. And instead they're trying to make sure that he matches up, which I understand. Yeah. Tom Holland is like, 24 25 like 23 24 now but he looks young and so they've made sure that he looks young and so now to me though he's going to look even more related to mary jane which is my main concern in ps4 because they looked they already looked similar because their faces move similarly that now this guy looks like he's actually related to that mj and so it's gonna get gross (laughs) personally yeah. and that's and that's it, my it, that's my thing on it so it's to change on peter but there's no other change on the rest of the exactly. characters in the game were they having the same issues as the face uh the guy that was doing the motion capture for spider-man and if that's the case why not just use the same guy to just do it all over again because that's what they just did for this I, it's just, there's when a lot of the when a lot of these complaints are going around, there's so little understanding of the actual development that goes into it that I don't really like going off my own experiences and what I personally think in my bubble. It's like you gotta understand there are a lot of constraints and limitations that the designers and developers have to work under. So yeah, they probably it, I, there are some valid concerns about what that can mean for the character and how people understand that. But I don't think they're, that unfortunately can't be one of their priorities when they're having to remaster an entire game. There's a lot of stuff to work through. And maybe they don't have the budget and the time to do everything perfectly. There's a lot of pressure on them from a lot of different angles. By and the so, way, I, I want to thank Saiku. Saiku One, who did a great, which is the video we're looking at right now. They did a great job comparing what the two look like. Peter was a little bit shocked when I said I like the new face better. Uh, I I think that was one thing I felt when I played the PS4 game. I didn't really like the face of Peter Parker on it as much as I do this face. I don't know why I like this face better. I think I'm in the minority with Ashley because I think the vocal outrage online has been very loud, but I like that face better. I think it looks more Peter Parkery. But I I do agree with bits of what uh, Kelly said. He Mary Jane now looks really old. Yeah, to that face. I mean, when you're gonna see those two kiss at the end, it's just gonna look really awkward. Yeah, I think when people are going to actually be playing the game, it's the kind of thing where it throws you off and it puts you in that area of uncanny valley and the unfamiliar when you see it first side by side. But when you're actually playing the game, you start getting used to it and it becomes familiar. 
that's really going to fade away for a lot of people. Yeah. It's such a big deal right now because they're only seeing these side-by-side -side comparisons. They haven't really had the chance to let it become familiar the way it's like if, when if you spend you, 40 hours with this, it's just yeah. going to fall to the wayside. If you didn't know what Mary Jane looked like in the other characters and you had to pick between the two Peter faces, which one would you like? Do you like this older look or do you like the younger one now? Is it still the same opinion? Older. I like the older. Really? Yeah. I like the younger. I'm just so indifferent. Really? And the thing too, it's not like there's a set face for Peter Parker. Peter Parker no. doesn't have no. only one face. He has been played by so many different actors. Yeah. He has been drawn by so many different artists. This is just another variation. So why why can't yeah. why does this Peter Parker always have to look the same? Like well, that's a very the universe, yeah. but things change, you know, and we don't yeah. always have control over that. And so what do we prefer? A game that plays well or the face stays the same all the time and it's buggy as hell because the developers' priorities were geared towards what gamers want to see versus, you know, the actual product they have to put out. I mean, like, I, I understand, you know, what, what you're saying and your reasoning. And I don't, I don't feel like the death threats or like, you know, going, oh, woe is me. I'll never play this again. Oh, yeah. I, Sony sucks, blah, blah, blah. I don't agree with that. Because I, I do get it. Um, it's just they could have found somebody that at least looked either similar to the first face shape, but could do something, you know, with their mouth a little bit different or something closer to I don't your think it's so much as the there as a matter of ability. It was it's literally they need the face shape to match more closely. I but it's it's just it's the fact that like the age regression is so severe to me that it does take me out. And I, I get, you know, you're saying, oh, it's Uncanny Valley, but it's like, because I already played this, I don't know if I could play this again with the new face because it would take me out of the story for the fact that, like, it just, it doesn't feel right to me. Mm -hmm. And I know, like, that's my personal opinion. That's what's like, I'm not sitting here saying, oh, how dare they, like, oh, yeah, yeah. like I, I get it from that standpoint because I'm used to, like that's that world and i totally i totally get it like things change but if this like had just been like oh hey an fyi in this and then maybe they remastered tried to remaster it as best as possible with that old face yeah. and just said hey in in miles if you see him he'll have this new face we have a new face actor it would have felt a little bit different because yeah. this this almost feels like they're kind of overhauling it for a purpose which i think is why everyone's gearing up on like well, it looks like Tom Holland, so they must be doing it because Marvel Studios said so. And that's probably not true, but yeah. and it honestly could be true. Who knows? Ash, Ashley, you, you talked about the death threats. I've also got them up here. Oh, are they not going to pull up? Oh, it's going to take me to my Twitter. Okay, hold on a second. Yeah. Uh, so talk, talk a bit about the death threats. Um, baby gamer fashion. Oh, there it because is right there. There is thing we don't like. We have to go and make death threats to the people who are involved. So Brian, um, who I interviewed, he's a good dude. Yeah. Creative director at insomniac mm -hmm. has just kind of total transparency is like, yeah, don't send They've been getting these threatening notes saying we'll hunt you down and find you fix this now. So little, yeah. okay. Let's have a little, um, come to Jesus here. Mm -hmm. If you feel the urge, to send a death threat to someone based on something in a video game you don't like or anything at all, really wipe the Cheeto dust off your fingers. 
change your undies, get a shower and go outside because what the hell are you doing with yourself? Yes. It's completely unacceptable. And like I said, I already find this issue really petty to begin with. And so that people are taking it to such lengths is, I mean, I'm really not surprised by the levels that some gamers stoop to this year. So I'm not surprised that they're getting death threats about this, but it's just like, really, really. And, and, JR, you you and I have been through the the slot era, and we both are not big fans of slot. But he doesn't deserve death threats. This oh, happened no, no. when uh, yeah. he killed Peter no Parker. Knows. I don't get this this invisible bully behind the your keyboard. It's and entitlement sit- as well. The, these are the, that's a real threat. Uh, bodily harm to someone that is a legit threat. I just lost Kelly. But I, I I don't get why people do that. I just don't understand. Keyboard courage, they used to call it. Keyboard back. courage, yes. Uh, it's not even keyboard. People would do that before the internet with letters, and yes. they don't need a keyboard to do it. It's yeah. we're, we're talking it's so instantaneous about. now that you know it happens and everybody sees it. And I mean, that's yeah. Yes. yeah, it's always gone on in some form or another. Some people are just. Right, and also maybe that's a good thing that we can have more transparency about it, so people can have more of a voice about it, call people out, and be like, and there can actually be consequences. I'm I back in the early day, back in my day, back in the message board days, you used to have a handle and you couldn't tie it to who you actually were. These days, in the comment section, people are very happy with the picture of their face and their name right next to the comments of what they said. They don't care anymore. A lot of them don't. Yes and no, because they they do care when people then dox them uh, or and or tell their employers. Exactly. The thing is yes. If, if they've got their actual face on there and they've got their actual name and their actual employer and they're saying something that is inappropriate, like to me, like death threats. Yes. Then yeah, they should you get some kind of stupid prizes. Exactly. I have yes. um, on Instagram. I have somebody that literally has it has no reason in my comments whatsoever to consistently threaten Casada. Yeah. It was death threats and then I to, don't get it. And then to say like they want a full Ragnarok on all of Marvel comics because it does they're unhappy. And it's like that's cool dude, but why put that in my comment yeah. section? I don't get it. I just don't understand don't, why people like, and there are consequences, freedom of speech, but there's consequences of speech. Yep. Freedom exactly. of speech means freedom from consequences. Also, Ex- freedom of speech means you can't be arrested for yes. what mm-hmm. you say. It doesn't mean you can mm-hmm. say whatever the hell you want. So, yeah. yeah. Read the yeah. Constitution. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, I had, uh, oh, here we go. Peter, we're going to talk about um, one more thing about the, well, we got two more things about the game. Okay. Uh, let me pull it up. If you pre-order the game, so I guess I'm going to get this. You're going to get a tracksuit. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? You're, you're getting the tracksuit costume. Here it is. There it is. Oh, I got really excited. I thought like an actual tracksuit that Dang. you can wear. You know, like a Spider-Man tracksuit. No, like I suit. want that. This yeah. is like the W-E-B of Spider-Man, the web of Spider-Man. So this is a T dot R dot. Yeah. Tracksuit. Hmm. So tell me about this, Peter. What do we get? So, with the pre-order? Yeah, if you order uh if you order the like pre-order it, then yep. you automatically get the, the that kind of suits, and they're going to reveal the other one at a later date. It's kind of like uh, the Spider-Man PS4 one. If you pre-ordered it, you got like the Scarlet Spider suit as well. I so, also got the Spider Punk, I think, with PS4 Spider, yeah, which that, I don't that was like. A pre-order edition as well. 
Um, uh, does Miles have another suit? The only one I can think of is Spider Verse with the the Nikes and the hoodie. Most likely they will. If they did the Spider Verse in the original game, they'll do it for this one. Yeah. 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 And what's this little thing? This gravity well gadget probably sucks the. It's like a Ghostbuster trap, probably. It's 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 yeah. most likely uh, there's a gravity uh, op- there's a gravity tool that Peter uses in the original game that makes yeah, the, there's the grab lift I think up. yeah like goes up oh yeah the bad guys fall yeah, yeah so maybe this is kind of like an Miles has his own thing I, I see yeah 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 and you get also three extra skill points mm-hmm. so uh, Jr. Does Spencer want this for Christmas? Is is the boy mentioned anything? Uh, <laughs> I sent him a text. I said. Spencer, are you interested in the Miles Morales game? And he said, yes, I am. Um, <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what we're going to do. There's no PS5 in our immediate future, that's for sure. Um, yeah. Right now, we're trying to get, I, I, I don't know, I'm not, we're trying to get him a job. So uh, he's, not <laughs> going to coll- he's not going to college this year because um, of all the other crap that's going on. You know, it's mm-hmm. no point, no point to send a kid to school and everything goes virtual, you know. Um, mm. But... Um, yeah, he's interested. I mean, he's That's interested. Cool. I also asked him about whether or not he cared about the change in Peter Parker's face, and he said he he really didn't care. He said, uh, you know, he said he he sees enough or hangs around enough people in their twenties who look like kids anyway, so it's not that jarring to him. So. <laughs> uh, we've got one more tie-in thing to this Miles game. We've got two books coming out: a new companion book. Uh, so this is a prequel book written by Brittany Morris. Uh, best author of Slay. I don't know what that is, but there, uh, Peter, I think you read the prequel book to the PS4 game, didn't you? Or am I dreaming that? Mm, Someone no. did. Maybe it was Mark. I get you I and Mark confused. Javi, I'm sorry. Javi, Javi did. <laughs> Javi did. Okay. Yeah. So this probably sets up what, what, uh, where Miles is in the game. Probably takes place between that. What? Who, who said it? That, is there a year in between? Between the two? I'm actually, I uh, don't know. Yeah, someone said well, it. I game, think it was Kelly or Ashley is a is a year after the original. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so it's a year after the PS4 game. Okay, and also kind of like the uh, the PS4 game, we've also got an art of the game. So this is like concept art, I imagine mm-hmm. that uh, and and painted art and stuff like that by Matt Ralph. So you can order that. It's also, uh, I guess, it's going to be for sale. They probably want synergy. It's probably all going to be for sale when they release. The game on, oh, I take that back. It's February 21. Uh, And the prequel book takes place before you can order the game. So November 10th. Uh, Anybody going to order that? I I don't tend to order stuff like that, but uh, no, no, I'm not going to. Maybe someone in the YouTube comments will. Uh, Oh, I know that name, Brittany Morris. That's right. Okay. I thought it was familiar. She wrote play. That's been on my reading list. Oh, okay. So, okay. That will be interesting. You may pick that up, huh? I might just because I I'll, I'll read her other book first. I haven't read it yet, but yeah, I might dive into her other stuff if I like it. Well, there you go. Okay, so Kelly, you've got the yes. next controversial topic. Let me put this. I in have my... a lot. You, you have a lot. So because <laughs> you de- because you demanded it. Jamie Foxx may be coming back or is coming back. It's confirmed. Yes. All right. So here's hoping I don't die because apparently my roommates are trying to kill the internet uh, and (laughs) ruin me recording because they've been blasting everything and been really horrible. Uh, So sorry about this guys, but um, as long as I don't die, we're good. Uh, So anyway, 
to start off, uh, we found out that Jamie Foxx is reprising his role as Max Dillon, a.k.a. Electro, in the next installment of Marvel Studios, uh, Sony mm-hmm. Studios' joint venture, Untitled Spider-Man 3 Project. The yeah. rumored title is Spider-Man Homesick, which... Homesick? Yeah. I haven't heard that one. That one's good. Yeah, um, you know, he should be sick with everything coming into this movie. Uh, but <laughs> Homesick here, with COVID, I, yeah. I, I digress. Um <laughs> Anyway, while the set name is currently Serenity Now, which may or may not get changed uh, when they move down here to Atlanta, uh, but right now pre-production is starting at Pinewood Studio. Currently Pinewood Studios, the name will change of the studio later on. That's a different story. Uh, but they might have to change it because they were filming this week in New York and uh, a lot of fans, which is now actually a COVID risk for the the set and you guys really should not visit sets if you know where they are at this point because of this uh there was about 60 people standing outside waiting and watching them they had masks on but that wasn't very safe um they were not six feet apart um but in any case uh right now it's called serenity now for set names if you see that around that's what it is um and I have friends that are working on it, but they have NDAs and they're not telling me anything. Are but, they like um, extras or crew or what? I wonder. Crew. Uh, oh, set. crew. They work for set cool. and uh, location. Neat. But so in any case, the the issue on why we found out about Jamie Foxx and why he had to confirm that he was coming on set is because someone leaked the, the call sheet for oh. one of the scenes. Uh, so someone got fired. And... Uh, yeah. So Jamie Foxx came back and posted on his Instagram that, yes, he was coming back and he was super excited. And he also posted some fan art, pre-production art. We don't know. Look who that is. That is Tobey Maguire right there. Well, it does look like Tobey Maguire. But see, it also slightly looks like this might be pre-production art from the the animated movie. Mm. So we don't know if this is actually connected or not. He immediately deleted it. But then the next... What, well, look next, at those eyes. Is that Electro up there? That looks like yeah. Electro. Yeah. Wait, that and see, that's the thing. Is this is it's it's weird because it no one knows where it came from, and then he immediately deleted it. So um, he's, and, he says, "Tell Spidey, let's run it back." Super excited, be part of the new Marvel Spider-Man new installment. Can't wait for y'all to check the new one. And I won't be blue in this one, but a thousand percent badass. Hashtag swipe left. Swipe left. Yep. And then he had yep. to delete it and repost it uh, without that, but. Uh, the next few days after that, we find out that Dr. Strange is going to be in this movie, mm-hmm. which then, because uh, basically Benedict Cumberbatch, or as I wrote on here, Butterscotch Cabbage Patch, <laughs> is going to be uh, Peter's new mentor. Because, you know, in the oh MCU, God. he can't be his own character and he has no. to have a daddy figure at all times. That's got to be um, that's got to be a Sony contract deal. Like you have to provide a Marvel character in our Sony Spider-Man film. Well, I think I think that that's the Marvel situation, and that yeah. that kind of ties into that whole situation on where they wanted more money, even though they weren't giving any money to the production whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, so thanks, Disney. Love it. Yeah. Um, and anyway, so Doctor Strange is coming and playing a significant role in this movie and will be will be on a large part of the filming. We don't really know exactly why or what's happening, but clearly it's very much alluding to 
some kind of multiverse situation looking yeah. at what we know is happening for Doctor Strange 2, what we know is happening on Disney Plus with Loki, and the fact that Sam Raimi is involved in a lot of it, either overseeing stuff or directing Doctor Strange 2. Uh, so that's why people are thinking Tobey Maguire has to be coming back, but we don't have any confirmation of that. No, but what is rumor. really, yeah, but what's really fun about this is that something that can be confirmed is anyone that has to actually be acting on set, anyone, um, and this is, they're saying it's due to COVID, has to go through the VFX scanner, which means, you know, Toby hurt, hurt himself um, filming Spider-Man and might oh. might be a little worried about coming back and doing any, you know, doing anything. So he really wouldn't have to at all because they could superpose as a face on any stunt actor. Same with Andrew Garfield, who Sony and him had a falling out. I don't really see him like they would have to pay him major money to get him back on set personally, like after the way they treated him through the what we found out through those Sony leaks. So it, it would be interesting to see if both of them come back or if it's just Toby or what's happening. It'd be interesting um, to see, you know, maybe that's why we don't have a Mary Jane we have a Michelle Jones. Yeah. Um, there's there's a lot that ties into like, was this fully intended or was this just fly off the seat of our pants and somehow this works it's, out into a Spider-Verse? Yeah, it sounds I, like Sony's trying to float things up and see if anybody latches on, if anybody salutes the flag. Like, yeah. they probably want this, but signing Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield together, that's that's kind of a... I don't think Sony has that done that yet. <laughs> well, see, and see, this is the thing. Is is this something that when they were reworking their s situation, like is this stuff that Disney is going to hand money over towards? But then, two, mm -hmm. Disney's been hurting a lot lately because the way they're set up um, and they got, you know, they lost a large part of their, yeah. their money um, through not having theaters open, not having, uh, the parks open, which the parks always funneled into everything. Um, so it's, it's interesting to see what's going on and what they're going to be able to actually do. There's also, of course, the whole COVID situation. Um, but you know, with the, with the VFX, they, they can do a lot in CG work. Um, we've, we've definitely seen them work on it. So I don't know. I'm, I feel a little bit weird about this because to me, I feel like if they were to do a live action Spider-Verse, it would kind of, it makes the animated series a little less special. True. And it's very True. clear too that it's copying it. So it's also too basically saying, well, this was so popular. We'll do this here. And I don't yeah. like, I don't know how I feel about it, but I want to see what they're, I want to see what's going on. There's also that line from Variety about how, you know, he's he's a mentor figure and he's going to be like Uncle Ben to him because that felt weird, too. Mm, and I'm hoping yeah. that that was just somebody misspeaking. So, cause, yeah. Likes. So I suspect I mean, I'm not a writer, but I suspect yeah. uh, Doctor Strange possibly pulls in old villains. Like, uh, would that explain why Electro comes back as Jamie Foxx, but I, an alternate version of him? So I think what's going to happen is Dr. Strange is going to find Peter who's on the run and is going to try and help him uh, be safe after what happened in uh, far from home. Yeah. And maybe they, 
because, you know, Doctor Strange is dealing with the multiverse, um, they're going through different multiverses trying to get back to the past or get back oh, to something. Rewind it then, yeah. Exactly. And so that's where they're coming in at. And so they might be touching upon different worlds. And I think that was something they were hinting at with Morbius, too, oh, from that trailer. Catches my attention with this train of thought, too. Isn't WandaVision supposed to have, like, a lot of dimension hopping as well? Yes. It seems like... And so the framework come together for next stage of MCU. Yeah. So, tying into that. So Loki is ho- world hopping. Um, WandaVision, yeah. we're not 100% confirmed on because that could yeah. all be in Wanda's brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think what it is is more we're going to see Wanda's brain break, and that's going to tie in more towards a next Avenger movie. Yeah. Um, versus like House of M. Exactly. Versus what, this is a little bit more Doctor Strangey. What, what's the Doctor Strange two title? The multiverse or something? What's that? What's, yeah, got, uh, something multiverse. Yeah, um, multiverse, multiverse of madness. Of, yeah. 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 So yeah. you know, with that being the title, it's gonna possibly lead into this Spider-Man multiverse that Jamie Fox uh, had to take you know that picture down of, yeah. and it's supposedly that Sam Raimi will be directing. The second Doctor Strange. Oh, that's been confirmed. Well, multiverse of Madness. There you go. Yeah, that's that's so been confirmed. He's probably going to use his uh, connections to Toby in order to bring him back. I, this is all speculation. It so, is. Yeah, um, it is. And um, maybe it's just a play, just to have it up to give the internet something to, to talk about, because it's all about clicks and hits. Yeah. And I just want to know when Spider Man's going to be his own man in his own movie. Here's the question. Do do you all want to see Toby and Andrew back with Tom Holland? Ashley, let's go around the horn. Ashley, would you like that it on screen? Depends on how they do it and what they do with it. I'm not opposed to the idea, to the concept itself. If they do it well, I'll like it. If they don't do it well, oh well. Yeah. Shaitan, you want to see all three Spider-Man on the screen? Only if Toby gets to say, are you Iron Man Jr. or something? <laughs> not, yes. Please. That would be great. <laughs> That would, uh, Kelly, that you want to line alone would be good. You want to see Toby Spider Man? Like voice nearly breaking. I, so <laughs> I, I want to see Toby, but could I possibly come in as Mayday if they're filming here? Like, yeah. it's only 45 minutes from where I live. I would like to join, please. I, I can pass. Like, I could pass for like a 18 year old, right? Like, there you go. Maybe. Yeah. JR, you want to be Goblin? <laughs> here's my question. So, here's JR, this is specifically for you. When I saw that they're bringing back villains, I thought Willem Dafoe. If Willem Dafoe shows up at the end of this damn thing as a Green Goblin in a better looking suit, JR is going to lose his stuff. JR, do you want to see Toby and Andrew come back with Tom? And and Willem Dafoe for that matter, well, too. You know, it, it's funny. I mean, I, I think, to, to, to be honest, I think Toby and Andrew's time is done. Um, I, 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 I don't like this whole spider verse idea, D- but uh, you know, the thing is Willem Dafoe is what in his mid sixties. Yeah. I, I mean, to be honest, yeah, I, I'd probably, I'd probably drop a load, you know, <laughs> if I saw Willem come back in a real costume, I mean, <laughs> good God, <laughs> but, uh, but I, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, you I'd know it, a load. It, oh it's just like, I would like to see a new Norman Osborn really. I mean, yeah. one that'll stick around and Willem's too old for it. If he were ten well, years young, if he yeah. were ten years young, of course he's in a hell of a lot better shape at sixty-five than I ever will be. So, and you, you know, are now, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like so. It's it's not. It's just uh, I, I. I think I, I think that's 
time is done. As far as Jamie Foxx, I mean, he he was far from the uh, the the problem with. He's a good Amazing actor, Spider-Man. but man, yeah. they mess him was, up. He was far with the problem, but from the problem in Amazing Spider-Man too. But I, I just don't like this. It's like we've got it. We've got a new actor that we all pretty well universally like, and Tom mm-hmm. Holland. Yes, yeah. just the script suck. And let's yeah. let's let's have him be his own character, his own man, his own have his you know. Yes. This this I mean I don't I don't like any of the Spider Verse stuff. I really don't. Yeah. But to be honest, I'm I'm caring less and less all the time. I mean, it's obvious they're not making movies, superhero the, movies for 57 year old men. You're in the minority. <laughs> but a lot of people want to see that Spider Verse. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are saying they want to see uh, Tobey Maguire back and i'm like we haven't i haven't seen a toby Maguire movie i haven't seen the actor in a long no, time I so, he, so, I, he, I, I, so i think I, go ahead <laughs> i was just gonna say i think you know he's spending time with his family he wound up i think with like two young daughters actually he did but he got a divorce he's currently oh. dating a 27 year old okay let's wow. take a look all right <laughs> well, cool. we have pictures of toby today this was taken in january uh, okay, oh, no. March 20, 20. He got a divorce. He's what? dating her now though. That's what Toby looks like. He's even got the kind of the sweats things going on uh, and the coat thing going on. Like the, no. the spider verse no. thing. Well, so I could totally see that. And that looks like Harry Osborne right behind him. <laughs> <for us. laughs> so uh, here we go. I mean, there's why, Toby right uh, why there. Why not? What a uh, cool. Your video. All right. Let's do it. Oh, there he is oh. walking down the street with his girl. There, okay, there he goes. But like, this feels intrusive. Like, who cares? I just wanted to see. Oh, is that his car? Oh, my. Is that his car? No. Oh, okay. That's no. not. Yeah. Anyway, is that his security behind him, too? Anyway, that's Maybe. so cool. I haven't seen the actor in like 10 years. So I, I wanted to see what he, like, he looks like. So he doesn't fall or. <laughs> <He's not laughs> He's oh, he has a Mini cross. Cooper? Oh, no. Why do I keep thinking he's getting into a car? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, there is Toby Maguire. Yeah. Has- Come on, sweetie, you can make it. You can, yeah. you can make it across. The That's got to be. When was this filmed? Because they're not wearing masks. It's, it was March 2020. Oh, okay. So, before times. Before times. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's putting it on her. Okay. Anyway, I just found that. I'm like, wonder what he looks like. So oh. that is Toby Maguire today. What is that van? Look at that van. That was a paisley van. Okay. So we've talked. Uh, look, his minions are following. I think that was security. I, be- I think so. I bet you that was security. And they're carrying the bags too. That's they were. Man. They're earning their keep. Okay. Uh, JR, uh, we've got. You, did you see this, the musical, the Spider-Man musical? I think you said you did when you were in New oh, York. Oh, yeah, I, I did. I did. I saw, yeah. saw so that's what, was Turn Off the Dark? Turn yes. Off the Dark. So oh, let me, Version 2, not version 1. Uh. Version 2. So our next topic that we're going to talk about. Oh, hold on what a second. I thought it was the fish that? story, but it doesn't matter to me. One way no, we're going we're gonna to do this one because we go to the weird at the end. Okay, so Julie Taymor had an interview in Bustle, I guess. Oh, yeah. So take, she talks about the Spider-Verse movie or the musical. Sorry, go ahead. Take me through it. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, this is a, she's making a movie about Gloria Stein. You know, right. Will be. Yeah. Uh, and of course, then they decide to ask her, you know, what was the hardest battle you fought during your career? And uh, she says, well, Spider-Man was definitely the hardest and I lost. Now, here, here's the thing. I, I, um, 
well, I guess I just, it's just, uh, well, how does that make you feel? You know? And, and she says, what it taught me is that you really, really have to know you're getting bad within, uh, what happened on Spider-Man is people choked. They were all newbies, including Bono and the edge. We went through three sets of producers. So at a certain point they lost their nerve. Okay. Now, Oof. We Ooh. had shark, we had sharks just wanting to attack the play from the beginning, which is true, uh, yeah. because before there was a script, they were out yeah. to get me because I had a successful show and out to get Bono and the Edge because they were trying to do a Broadway, do Broadway. Um, I had a vision, and the original people involved loved it, but by the time the play came out, ten years had gone by, and there was a lot of fear. Uh, this has been gestating for a while. Um, they just wanted to put out something safe. And when you do that, you fail. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's really that, all she says. That, about yeah. That's the quote. Yeah. But, but here's, here's the thing to, I, to expect somebody like Julie Tamar to have any kind of self-reflection <laughs> or to look back and say, obviously it's, it, I, I don't want to get, I don't know, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to start that because it would sound political, but it's just, it's just apparent why people hate Hollywood and people mm -hmm. hate the, the entertainment industry because people like with no, she has no humility. And, and I, I saw the Spider-Man musical. I read the book actually too, that the, uh, the writer, mm -hmm. I uh, read the book and Tamar, it's hard to imagine. She thinks she did something brilliant. Mm. I, I can appreciate somebody saying, hey, let's look at this from a different angle. Let's look at the mythological aspect a little bit more. But if she thought that people were going to flock to see a superhero musical yeah. that didn't look or sound like a superhero story, she was sadly mistaken. Um, and it, it just... Uh, the thing was, if she she's always right about them out to get the story to begin with. I mean, the snobbery in Broadway and New York and in the entertainment industry is unreal. So the whole idea of a Spider-Man musical offended people. Hmm. Um, the whole idea probably of people who were new to it, like Bono and the Ledge or whatever, probably offended people. But part of the problem that Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark had is that, for example, whenever they wanted to change the story, for example... Uh, Bono, I keep wanting to call him Bono. Bon, Bono <laughs> no, Sunny. were never available. I mean, it's a, the the spider, the book Spider Man. Uh, uh, what what is the name? The song of Spider. -Man. It's a very interesting book. And if you have, yeah. if you're one of these people who has any interest at all in in becoming a performer uh, or anything like that, read this book because it'll dishearten you immediately. Mm -hmm. uh, because you just see what, how, what an ugly business it is and how yeah. create creativity really plays no part into it. I mean, uh, uh Julie Tamar had, uh, uh, her vision was completely unworkable. It mm -hmm. was too expensive for one. I mean, it relied, she was so invested in the gadgets. She was so invested in the effects. She was so invested in the spectacle. And she was so invested in the Arachne thing. She, I think she really lost sight of what made Spider-Man popular. And mm -hmm. um, yeah. nobody could tell her any because she'd done Lion King. So she was invulnerable. Nobody could tell her anything. Uh, but, but like I said, too, you know, Bono and the, the Edge, to be honest, the songs aren't that good. They Except really for that aren't. goblin song. The goblin Other, song catching. Really, and and yeah. as you can and, and as yeah. and as you can tell, like for, of course, this is the perspective of the writer, of course, and he's a hero of his own story, like we all are. But but like I said earlier, 
you know, on something like this, when you're doing a musical, you know, the story and everything has to sync up and they were mm -hmm. never available. They were on tour or Bono was doing something with president Obama. They were never available yeah. when a story, and then they would come in and they say, Oh my God, that story sucks. You know, it's like, well, where, where were you guys, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, you know, and yes, part of the problem was the, but, but see the first producer died, you know, the guy mm -hmm. who, who had a rain on everything, the guy who probably could have, uh, change, you know, maybe, maybe made it work a little more. He died. Uh, and, um, you know, Julie Tamar had nobody who could tell her that she was wrong. In fact, the, uh, the, uh, uh, the writer says that one the, when the third producer came in, that he was a jerk too, but he had somebody like his administrative assistant who could tell him when he was wrong or when he was going off the edge. Um, the Spider-Man musical, though, was Did you one, like it? Did you like yeah, it? Yeah, I, I did like it. It was okay. one draft away. It needed another draft or two, to be honest. Okay. I mean, basically what happened, for those of us who, who don't remember the Spider-Man musical, uh, the first version that was that was heavily Julie Tamar, you know, the Green Goblin died at the end of the first act. Okay. Then the rest, the second act was like a surreal dream. Uh, you had like a, 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 called the Geek Chorus, who like were a bunch of geeks who commented throughout the story as to what was going on, telling the audience what was going on, you know, and the second act was like a fever dream almost. Mm -hmm. uh, and there was, uh, and again, then there were, there was the shoes, you know, we, we ought to had Stella guest star or whatever. Cause she saw <laughs> Spider-Man. I remember Stella song, saw this. Yeah. yeah. There was a song about shoes and yeah. I, I can, the whole idea, if you're going to do a musical about Spider-Man is you want it family friendly. You want people to bring their kids and you want the kids to enjoy it. And if the kids come in, <laughs> yeah, and the parents yeah. grew up on Spider-Man saying, what the F is this? It, you know, so the whole idea that yeah. she did something daring, you know, and it was going to be successful, but everybody else was just a bunch of cowards who wanted to play it safe is, yeah. is, is, but again, who, who should be surprised at the hubris? Uh, when I went to see it, it had a lot of weaknesses. It had, you know, mm -hmm. it was a hasty rewrite. Basically they shut the show down for two weeks or th oh. whatever to do a hasty rewrite. Oh, Kelly, do you want to say something? You got your hand up and I just keep. I, well, it's it's after your thing, because there's just there's also other things involved as to why it was shut down, mostly due to the fact that they couldn't have they literally were denied show insurance mm -hmm. after oh, the guy wow. fell. Mm -hmm. So like once that ran out, they weren't allowed to start again. That's one reason why, like, because Julia Taymor, like she constantly talks about how they're going to get they're going to get the tour up and running. They can't get that up and running because there were too many injuries too yeah. too many issues just from cutting safety protocols and not handling it appropriately mm -hmm. and yeah. Yeah. beyond you know beyond everything else that was wrong like you know like jr saying about the script because i agree 100 percent. it's just there was so much like it's just a a cluster f of yeah. Insanity. Several people in chat are asking about this book JR is referencing. It's called Song of Spider-Man. Is that mm -hmm. right, JR? Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, it came out yeah. in 2014. It's right there on yeah. Amazon. Eight yeah. copies left. I got the elect I got one of the digital versions when it was on sale for like $2.99. So I said I can't mm -hmm. pass that up. Yeah. Um but oh yeah, and, and Kelly, you know, yeah, Kelly, I'm, I'm glad Kelly brought that up because that. With, with every when people with the people who are getting hurt, I mean uh that yeah, I mean, and they were literally did run out of money. They literally mm -hmm. did run out of money. And yeah. I think when Disney bought Marvel, I think Disney saved it by you know a cash infusion. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, here and here's the thing though. I mean, the show 
you, you know, everyone wants to talk about flops. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know how, what a flop it was or whatever. It wasn't a flop. One, it cost too much. I mean, there was mm-hmm. no way, yeah. but it ran for three years and wow. it went until the very end. And I think that, uh, it had one more accident where a guy got his leg crushed in the, in the, uh, I, for whatever reason, it just seemed that the grosses then fell after that. Man. Uh, maybe it was, maybe it was just like the bad karma finally caught up with it, but it grossed over a million dollars a week for three years. Mm-hmm. And wow. it's, it's running costs though, made it unprofitable. That's yeah. crazy. You know, That's but crazy. Yeah, it is. I mean, if you a million dollars a week, yeah. $2 million a year, if you follow, yeah, but the thing is that it cost. See, it probably cost at least that or more a wow. week to run. I mean, I can't imagine what the liability insurance was. Oh, couldn't, yeah. imagine, couldn't imagine that probably killed it. Uh, and yeah, there'll be no tour. There'll be there'll be no tour. Never tour. You'll never see this again. It's a desire. It's yeah. it's un in its present form. You it's uh, it's it's toxic. Um, I'm but, amazed they didn't release it on uh, DVD or Blu-ray like they did Hamilton with Disney Plus. I mean, well, I well, well it, it has to have a certain reputation before they film a stage version of it. Yeah, but, and, and you can't hardly. I mean, when you think about, sit back and think about how many films. Uh, how many releases there are of Broadway shows? Very, very, very few. Yeah. Trek the musical. Uh, I believe there's like uh, uh, the last performance of Rent. You know, That's when nobody awesome. wants to see those people, they want to see all the, 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 see the opera. Uh, and Hamilton yeah. did it because, I mean, one, Disney Plus needed programming. Uh, <laughs> Broadway was shut down, you know, uh, Lynn Moran manual was thinking, well, yeah, I could probably use another $50 million. I wouldn't have been able to see Hamilton. I loved that. I loved yeah, that. Mm-hmm. That. Songs are, that's the opposite of Spider-Man. The songs are amazing in that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, with with Hollywood, with with Broadway, though, you have so many unions, you have so many um, uh, uh, rights issues. Uh, you could, I mean, it, honestly, if they thought, if, if Broadway producers thought, hey, you know, like, for example, we'll throw out, and I'll just throw out Wicked with the original cast, Adina right. Menzel and Kristen Chenoweth, because they're so much big. If they thought they could make a killing do, releasing that thing, they'd probably do it in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, is but, there not uh, a Wicked Blu-ray? I mean, is there no, not a no, recording no, of the stage? No, no. Only, only, but only, if you want to sail the high seas, you can find phenomenon. And and to be honest, Broadway shows really aren't, I mean, with Hamilton, they filmed that specifically knowing they were going to do this anyway. Right. Most Broadway shows, they filmed them for like uh, the Lincoln Center archives. So there are, Mm -hmm. they're preserved for posterity, but they're not, they're not usually filmed when they're filmed. They're not filmed presentation wise. With, oh, wait, there was another one. There's another one. Newsies was recently done. Oh, Newsies. Yeah. I remember. Newsies. Yeah. See, I think they went back and redid that, frankly, because, you know, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, gee, Jeremy Jordan looks a little bit old to be playing a teenage newspaper boy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's, it's now, I mean, Tamar says nothing new. I mean, I'm brilliant. Yeah. Everybody was, everybody refused to, uh, to, uh, recognize my brilliance. Embrace my brilliance. You know, Did yeah. anybody I, besides JR see the musical? Did you guys, anybody? I watched a no, I watched yeah. a really really old uh, YouTube rip back when it was still on. It was the second version. It and it was very bad. Um, <laughs> I've seen some clips of the Goblin song, and I yeah. See when he was on Letterman, I remember he mm-hmm. came in the Ed Sullivan Theater. Yeah. Well, the Goblin costume is is appalling. I mean, it's it's vomit yeah. inducing. But the reason they <laughs> had him fly, the reason though he flew 
was because they, they could not, they knew they could not get the glider thing to work. I mean, <laughs> they had enough trouble getting Spider-Man yeah. to spin around. There's, they, they just knew that they could not They'd kill somebody. Yeah, exactly. They could not feasibly put somebody on yeah. a glider. Um, but uh, a documentary of the making of this, of this musical. I think the book is about as good as you're going to get. Yeah, you, you, there's yeah. Like various, uh, like various like fire fest style documentary on this. Oh, they're, they're actually so there's actually uh, it's the very first episode of a YouTuber called uh, Behind Behind the Wings or In the Wings, and all they do is talk about different Broadway shows and how everything does. And so, like, it's called uh, Spider Man Turn Off the Dark, uh, What Went Wrong, and it just yeah. it goes over everything that's in the book. At, in like a very good documentary style, like 20 minute video. Mm, and cool. it's, if you don't have time to read that book, definitely watch that documentary. Cause it's, it's yeah. a lot of fun and it gives you more insight as to why things fell apart. Uh, Devil breaker says he saw the same clip. Kelly probably did. Uh, it's carnage in version one, but not version two. No, he's in version two. He's no, what happens? Okay. What happens is, uh, what happens is, uh, and, and it really isn't a bad story per se. Again, anybody when I watched it, you know, of course, I'm sitting there as a critical Spider-Man fan, but I enjoyed it, and it was apparent that the people who went also enjoyed it. The kids liked it, you know, and, and particularly when Spider-Man does come swinging and he lands like literally right in front of you, you know. Well, here we go. <laughs> Anthony says he saw it in chat. He saw Turn Off the Dark. It was weird in person, but cool because Spider-Man goes into the audience and says hi, which was very surreal. So that's kind of cool, Anthony. That you it saw. is enjoyable, but it has a lot of weaknesses. It's a shame yeah. they couldn't have done another polish on it because then it might have been a very nice, uh, very, very, uh, yeah. uh, but uh, it was just too expensive to run. It would never yeah. have, uh, it, but, uh, yeah. uh, it's, but no, the book and read the book. The book is interesting, not just yeah. for, but if, if you're, like I said, cause I, I'll give you an example of the, the writer. For example, he couldn't get paid until the music actually opened. Musical actually opened. So, like, he's wow. flat broke. He's having to borrow money from wow. producers, you know, and he's sitting, you know, and he's talking about, like, when his water goes, like, as he has a pipe burst or whatever, you know, and he's sitting there thinking, oh, my so God, my family, into character. Has, my family has no water, you know. it's So, he oh literally... Nobody got, I mean, you know, I don't think Julie got paid either, but then again, she didn't need any money. She was making gazillions of residuals from Lion King or something or other. Oh, but, wow. No, it's, 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 if you can get the book at an affordable price, uh, uh, yeah, go for it. It's very yeah. interesting. Like I said, if you think of an entertainment career, whoa, no. <laughs> yeah. Business. JR's got the next topic. We got a kid, Spider Fisherman. Take it to the I keep thinking. I keep thinking. Brett gives me these spider kid stories because he's hoping I'll go off the rails and do so. You know, and oh, on these kids. I he's love this cute boy. Look at this adorable little boy. You know. Um, <laughs> yeah, look at this adorable little boy standing next to this ugly ass fish. That's a big old fish. Yeah. Gee whiz! It's like who wouldn't look cute and adorable, you know, next to that? I mean, holy yeah. guac. Looks, holy like, a, looks like a green goblin. Is, is that the same as Mahi Mahi? Or am I getting confused? No, no, you're right. It's Mahi Mahi. Uh, it just down it you know, south, south, south of the... <laughs> the fish, not the kid. 
south of the border they call it Dorado, but in in Hawaii and for the rest of us it's it's mahi mahi. Okay. Uh, what did this little boy do? Tell me, Jr. Oh, he brought in this fish. You know, he's been fishing since he was, uh, you know, since he was uh, a, a a little minnow, I guess himself. You know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, he happened to wear his Spider-Man costume, and and like the story said, you know, his Spider-Man costume undoubtedly helped him gather the strength required to reel in one of the region's most popular and scrappy game fish. Uh, yeah, I wonder. You know, it makes That's a good story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With his dad on the end of the boat. Yeah, there is, yeah, okay. If you're a parent, like, like, look, dad's kind of holding him there. If you're a parent, you know, are you going to sit back and let a four year old kid try to rake in a a fish? No, not unless you're flying. Not unless you're hunting bluegill. That's about the only, you know. No, uh, I'm sorry. Devil breakers, Uh, spider bass. But it, you know, but then they say, "Oh, look, he, his mom was a fisherman too, and his mom caught a ugly yeah. ass fish just like he did." You know what? What chemistry? You know what symmetry? Or just say chemistry? What symmetry there is? But uh, you know, it's not like the uh, it's not like the seven year old with the hit and run. You know, I mean, at least this is a little more pleasant story. Well, I think I gave you a story with a kid that caught a similar fish with a Spider Man fishing pole several podcasts ago. I remember the another spider fisher. I don't, I don't, rem- I don't remember that one. You may have been, you may have been, been, uh, been yeah, George. you may have been George, you know, I mean, cause I've about had it with cute spider kids, you know, it's like, well, uh, there's, there's the, there's the, there's the kid who wore the Spider-Man t-shirt that was worthy of a story, you know, then there was the kid who disappeared for a while and, oh, he's wearing a Spider-Man shirt, you know, it's like, what's that? Who's Spider-Man? By the way, th- that part of the show is called the best part, says Anthony. <laughs> where I start getting not really new stuff at the very end to wrap up the show. (laughs) So it just so happens this last topic was assigned to Mike and Mike said, I'm not covering this one. So that leaves it to me to cover this one. So this next topic, I discovered this article up on polygon.com. So we were talking about the video game earlier and there are a lot of people, Ashley Jack is in the video game world. There's a lot of people that make video games, right? Some some jobs are glamorous, some jobs are not glamorous. This guy it's was not in charge. Not this job. Wait, it's like this guy was in charge of designing Peter Parker's nipples and bulge in the PS4 game. So if you remember, oh my god! <laughs> okay, so you're trying to tell me that a face like that has a body like that? <laughs> Y'all, I expect everybody who was offended by me holding up my pumpkins to apologize. Now, okay, so, that's worse. So, this, oh my god, that's awful. So, this, <laughs> this, this is guy by the name of what's his name, Ryan Benno. Uh, he made a tweet about being a designer of a video game character, and uh, he was in charge. He had to make the character's nipples. <laughs> <laughs> what possible options to explore varying nipple looks and how to out of scope tone our nipples? Wow. So there, on the resume. I know. Look, so this the, the designer designed this, and this is a skin in the in the suit. You got the spider boxers there. Uh let's see. The undies outfit had to get green lighted from Marvel. Uh what else are we talking about? Uh, he was in charge right. of the the muscle detail, the skin texture, and particulars <laughs> of his anatomy. <laughs> so, 
Uh, but to get so they didn't go to Roberto Ramos on this. That's yeah, good. To get the nipples right, he told Fanbite that he had to use plenty of shirtless references, <laughs> including looking at himself in the mirror. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! Uh, he also had to think carefully about Peter Parker's briefs. Uh, he had set, decide how high the underwear rode on his hips up here. Hi. All right. And. Uh, and whether or not the briefs had any wrinkles or flaps. The resulting design depicts Peter Parker in unwrinkled, low-rise trunk briefs, which show off the V-shape <laughs> of his lower abdomen and the dimples on his lower back. Cut. Yeah, he wor- um, look, he works he's, out. Like, you got to get cut. those cuts. Cut. Yeah, yeah. He's, Just he's, so y'all know, we call that the lines that make smart girls go dumb. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh let's gosh. see. Uh, picking Spider-Man's boxers also come with my new uh, yet important decision. What does Peter Parker's bulge look like? Getting the right balance between what is visible and what was not was tricky. I settled on a bulge that was slightly larger than what's visible on the advanced suit. <laughs> I want to know what this design dog looks like. <laughs> I say that when I wake up every morning and look in the mirror. The logic there being, he says, that he didn't have as much constriction... <laughs> Or support. Say that too. There's <laughs> <laughs> so much thought put to this. I love it. So things would be a little bit more free to move around with the web shooter. Okay, oh, so um, let's see. What else? There was wow. a, just me being shameless about adding some beefcake, says the designer. Um, Good at for this him. point, nipples in video games have practically become a meme. There's a Super Mario Odyssey sped running category that calculates how long it takes players to get the plumber shirtless. Who thinks of these things uh let's see what else let's see any thoughts on this guy's job well you know go ahead jr what are you saying well i i don't mean that uh kelly was talking oh go ahead kelly i just said it's a job yeah it is i do do remember i do remember reading though it's it's uh, although this is a little bit much. Uh, oh, I no. do remember reading though when they were doing Frozen, uh, the original Frozen, for example, and they brought in the actresses, you know, to loop and other things. And like they were seeing the original versions, and like the original versions of like Elsa and Anna, they didn't have their gowns, so essentially oh. they were they were bare legged. I, I don't know how much was bare, but they were bare legged, for example. And I remember one of the actresses said, "Gee, that's kind of sexist." They were on every, but but that was. But they had to do that before they overlaid the clothes to in order for the clothes to move. It's like a layer in like Photoshop, a, I imagine. So, yeah. so they're <laughs> as voyeuristic as this obviously is, you know. Yeah. Uh, and again, you know, I, I actually, actually, the video game expert, you know, here on how video games are made. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's probably right. But, you know, the sausage got sausage has to get made somehow. Part of the um, no, 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 no. Bad, That's how bad the word is made. Sausage has to be made somehow. Oh, we got a snort. We got a snort out of action. <laughs> oh, I did not intend that. Wow. Um, that's no, I think it's good to shed light on to give recognition to this kind of work because it's like when you think about doing character models and stuff like that, yeah, they got to think about what are they going to look like under the suit and to make sure things move naturally and especially for fun skins like this. So I think it's good to shed some light on it and have a conversation about it. So I'm reading in this article a little bit more. 
they were talking about how uh, as opposed designs, to all the articles you don't read that you assign people. <laughs> well, I, I guess said Mike had this one, uh, but they were talking about when they have to design actual humans. Uh, developers uh, they got in a bit of an argument in the 2008 Incredible Hulk game. Edward Norton didn't like how his chest looked when Bruce Banner was when when he was sure that not surprise me. Uh, the project recalls having his team pulled into meeting room where they were told that someone from the movie team had heard that Ed Norton had concerns over his chest. A second developer who was not in the meeting recalls it confirmed the incident at Polygon. Uh, character's model or physical physique, I can't say for sure. Uh, the team had to change the camera angles for the in-game cinematics, which previously displayed the Hulk's nipples. <laughs> This is a Spider-Man and a Hulk story. So there's Ed Norton right there from the 2008 Spider-Man game. Is this chest he was worried about? Yeah, he's worried about, yeah. I know, it was early 2000s. That that, that reminds me of a Futurama episode where they had all the Star Trek actors or whatever go to some planet or whatever, and Leonard Nimoy, you know, looks at, he said, buff, tan, yeah, this is my body, all right. (laughs) The, the, The quote says, anytime the Norton character model without a shirt was used, it was either a close-up above his nipple line or far enough away shot that you couldn't really make them out. He said adding that the production schedule was already hard before having to reduce some of the work. Sure, if you look at, if you look at the compilation featuring Cinemax from the game, many of Norton's shirtless scenes are very zoomed in or somehow obscure the full version of his chest. <laughs> oh... Devil Breaker, yes, Brad is enjoying this. Spider-Man and Hulk <laughs> all in one conversation. <laughs> Any other thoughts on that one? Oh, no, I, killed, I think you pretty killed well it with that topic. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Comments. That person can put Spider Bulge in his resume. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would. <laughs> You would. <laughs> it's, a, it's a conversation point. It is. That's got to be in the interview. Like, so what'd you work on? Yes. It's PS4 Spider-Man. What'd you do? Yeah, there you go. You're hired. Okay. <laughs> well, before we wrap up, we'll take a couple questions from uh, the 40 plus people. We're 38 now. Uh, ah. I guess I killed them with the, uh, the spider nipples. Uh, no, Adam, I am not Googling that. <laughs> Uh oh, Devil Breaker has a knock knock joke for Kelly. It's Spider Man related. Okay, go ahead, Devil Breaker, I guess. <laughs> We're waiting for Kelly's knock knock joke. Why does Kelly get it? Why don't we all get it? All right, we'll wait for that. <laughs> what a way to kill it, Devil Breaker. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Knock knock. Who's there? <laughs> not Kelly, evidently. <laughs> oh no! I did Gone. not touch anything. She just dropped out. She said she's been having internet trouble, so it looks yeah, like it break her, died on her. That's funny. Okay, go ahead, Devil Breaker. Feel free to finish the knock knock joke. Who's there? Miles, who? Okay, that was hysterical. I said knock knock, and you left. <laughs> It's like you don't want to hear the knock knock joke, Kelly. Can you it hear me? Comedic timing. Can you hear me? Uh, poor Kelly. So okay, so knock knock, my Miles. 
She ran to the door. Okay. <laughs> Kelly, can you hear us? <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm having so much trouble with the internet right now. Well, your timing was hysterical. So Devil Breaker is about to tell you a knock-knock joke. And then you All leave. Right. <laughs> like you're not I... answering the door. <laughs> I think that was awesome. <laughs> oh, man. So good. All right. Devil Breaker, give us the punchline. We said Miles who? The <laughs> weirdest ending of the show. I... Okay. Uh, oh my with two clones, Spider Miles and Cubic Miles. Uh, <laughs> all right, good job. Okay, uh, <laughs> I. Oh my, I. I feel so bad. I cannot like. Oh good. The internet is being absolutely insane. But Jr., I saw this during it. I didn't get to it on the last yeah. show. Has there ever been a storyline where Green Goblin and Oc, oh, or Green Goblin and Spider-Man teamed up, and Green Goblin and Ock? There was a there was a recent Green Goblin and Ock, uh, but, old but it really was yeah, it wasn't a team up story. They've never teamed yeah. up uh, against Spider-Man. They were uh, they were in a story together in a uh, what was what it? Was it? What it, what it, was it, what it was Superior? No, it was Superior Spider-Man team up. I think that's it. Uh, that's it. But it was yeah. but it was just Doc Ock showing up you know, to Norman's secret lair when Norman was dead for seven years. And uh, then we find out that uh, Norman gave his girlfriend AIDS. Uh, I think that I was, I think friends I drew that. I really do. I think he did. Do you think he friends did. drew that? I, I think yeah. he drew. Yeah. Uh, it, not a, not a particularly fa favorite story of mine, but uh, no, they've never teamed up now. They, in the ultimate universe they have, uh, but not in the six one six. Well, here's Which the question. It makes perfect sense. Those two couldn't work together to save their lives. <laughs> Another question is that was on the last show: Has Spider-Man and Green Goblin ever teamed up? I don't remember uh, that. They um, not so. I mean, in, in like uh, Busiek's uh, 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 Untold Tales number twenty-five, they worked together for a little bit to escape yeah. the, X, the uh, version of the X-Men's Danger Room. Um, oh. In um, in um, I thought they were going to team up a little bit in uh, the Mark Millar's uh, uh, story when Norman, when yeah. Spidey busted Norman, but they really didn't. Uh, so no, there's, there's never, uh, that, there's a good story waiting to be there for them actually having to, to work together. There, right. there really is a good story there. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, but, but then again, you know, I mean, why have that when we can have, uh, you know, we can have oversized issues written by, um, uh, you, you think about strawberries and dogs. No, and no, I was thinking about the the scorpion issue with the, what was his name? The guy who Casada uh, brought him in, and he was uh, a horrible writer. Um, the Hollywood, oh, the guy. one that the one that dated Cher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't uh, his name. but you know, he, so get, he writes Get Craven. He wrote Get Craven. Yeah, 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 yeah. He wrote help, help me, anybody story know that one? Oh, what's that guy's name? Zimmerman? Zimmerman? Ron Zimmerman. Ron Zimmerman. Ron Zimmerman. There you go. Yeah, Got yeah. it. A story of Jonah and Spider-Man camping together. You know, yeah, I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather read something like that rather than a good Norman uh, Peter team-up story. So I want, I want to thank Josh Nelson doing a super chat for us. Thanks for the donation to the site. Appreciate yep. it. Yeah. Spider-Man versus Jason Voorhees. Who wants to see it? Before we go into this, I got. Yeah. Have you heard this one, Josh? I don't always. But when I do, I. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like yeah. that. Um, there was a, evidently a good Jason oh. or Friday the 13th video game uh, that came out within the last five years or so. I think that was kind of fun. 
I didn't play it, but I any think Friday there the was more is Spider-Man versus Freddy because Freddy's more of the cornball, and so they could get some good quips going and have a good back and forth. As many people who've watched this show over the years know, I'm a big Chucky fan, and I think Freddy versus Chucky would be great because they're both humorous, and they could be in the mind world, and and I don't know, I think that'd be fun. They both like knives. They both like knives, and he's got the hand, yeah. Uh, let's see. Has anyone, Jonathan wants to know, has anyone played the Marvel Avengers game? I have not. I'm waiting till it's on sale. And it, I read an article today that's not doing well. It's, uh, I, I'm not an online, I don't have PlayStation Plus, so I'm not, I don't play with online gamers. I'm just happy to get through the main story. So I, what, Ashley, do you play online? Is it already out? Yeah, it came exactly. See, the uh, people don't know if it's. I out. mean, I've been totally in my own yeah. world of moving in and having a baby in a month, so I'm a little. Some things are a little off my radar. Right, <laughs> Ke- Kelly, can, can you hear us? You there? Uh kinda. <laughs> Her internet is really wigging. I was wondering to see if she she's played the Avengers game on PlayStation. No, she can't hear us, I don't think. Uh, but I was reading online that people that play the Avengers game online, not many people are playing it, and so they're having problems getting people into like a group that goes on to a mission. So I, I that's not good for a game that's been out for less than a month. So, yeah. I probably will buy it for 20 bucks. Peter, you're a gamer. Are you going to pick this up? It's got Spider-Man oh, in it. Gamer. Um, no. you the, you've got a PS4. I got a PS4, I got the Batman games, I got a Godzilla game, and I got a Spider-Man game. That's it. No interest in the Avengers game? No. no is this I the Avengers? No is this the know. game that was like the big cinematic one that yeah. they, what, that with Modoc and Yeah, 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 that was yeah. it. I Kelly, can, can you hear us? I can hear you guys. Oh, there you are. There you but are. For how long? I don't know. Yeah. Um my my roommates were blasting who knows what for hours, yeah. so now my internet is throttling me. Oh. So I'm sorry, guys. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I, I was at, I was asking, have you played the new Avengers game? No. Uh, Any it, interest it, in it? I maybe to watch it for a second. It's just the only thing that seems to interest me would be the Spider-Man part of it. Yeah. So and that's I, a DLC, yeah. Exactly. They have uh, Miss Marvel in that too, and so I was excited to get to play her and see her in the game. I don't really have a connection to that character. I think she has a lot of screen time in it, more than the Avengers. I think that's kind of turns me off. Yeah, they are really pushing her, though. I mean, yeah. So, I, I asked the expert here: Did you play it? Yes. Was it any good? Yes. And no. Uh, and he's not, uh, I, I got the three dots of hell and, uh, then they dropped off. So I don't know if he's going to oh. say any more than that, but it was like, it was like, yes and no. So <laughs> I think that probably sums it up. Yeah. I have a friend of mine. I'm not, I, it's not a $60 game for me. I'll wait until it's 20. I'll, I'll hold off on that one. Uh, Vinkman says there's a story of Peter Norman and Normie mm-hmm. being trapped in the elevator that had been blown up. I guess that was working together. Yeah, I remember that one. Well, actually, Norman was just kind of laying there, you know, not wanting to give himself away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, actually, it was Peter that uh, did all the work. Is that Howard Mackey, Romita that was Jr.? Howard Mackey. Yeah. Like, after Clone Saga? Yeah, I kind of <laughs> remember that one. Uh, oh, Kelly's having internet problems. There we go. <laughs> uh, Adam says he played the uh, Friday the 13th game. Yeah, I heard that one was good. J.R., I know this because I added your review to the main page from your old website. 
you read the Goblin Moon novel, and I don't think you liked it. It was another Kurt Busiek to tie this all together who wrote the strawberry story that Ashley read. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't so, the only writer. He wasn't the only writer. There was somebody else who I suspected more, but no, it was uh, – I, it was a very, very disappointing story. Uh, Norman was written as a cartoon cliched character, you know, who all he did was rant and rave and say evil stuff. And uh, a lot of, uh, <laughs> there were a lot of, con there was a lot of continuity bits left out that should have been in there. So no, it is not uh, only for, for completist only. Yeah. Uh, Kevin says you can count Spider-Man three. If you count Harry as the green goblin, I don't. <laughs> They, yeah, they uh, th that was a goblin, but that was what do they call it? New goblin. Uh, he, Josh oh. says it's ka 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 mama mama. Or how do you how is he saying that? Ki 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 mama. Me, I've I've always seen the the meme does. Yeah. So I'm only uh, going off that template. Devil <laughs> Breaker. Whoever made that responsible. Yeah, he, Devil Breaker is also waiting for the DLC in Avengers. Uh, Heroing wants to know, JR, your thoughts on Nick Spencer, how he writes Norman. Do you like it, or are you not a fan of his version of Norman? I don't like the him taking the goblin serum. That was weird. There's, 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 uh, there's sometimes there's dialogue or scenes where you think he gets it, and then mm -hmm. there are others where it's like, uh, no, he doesn't get it. Uh, it's a very mixed yeah. feelings. Uh, I mean, to be honest, the person who wrote uh, Norman the best. Or the people who, you know, uh, Warren Ellis, I think, really understood the character. Paul and and uh, Paul Jenkins and Bendis when he wasn't writing him in his tidy whities um, Yeah. But, yeah, the, for whatever reason, at the end, they just crapped, every, crapped on everything there in, in New Avengers. But uh, I don't know that Spencer's got it yet. So um, here's another question. I didn't we didn't talk about this on news, but Ryan Otley is leaving after a year, after two years. Uh, how much longer does Spencer have in him, you guys think? Can he double Otley's run? Can he go well, four years? Considering, considering he hasn't told out very many actual stories, he probably can keep going for a long time. Aw. He's written nearly, he's written 50 issues. But how many stories? You know, um, how many actual stories? Haunted, you know? uh, Gog, Norman, well, ASM 50. Uh, you've got uh, Sin Eater Story, the two Spider-Men. What's another one? And how many how many stories did Stan Lee tell in 50 issues in, in Spider-Man? Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know that I know that, that nobody writes like that anymore. They're but. writers, so. Uh, let's see. We've got I could see Spencer writing another year. Josh wants to know who was the worst Green Goblin writer. I don't know if it's so much the writer as the story. I mean, how, Howard Mackey, for example, I thought had a really good handle on Norman Osborn, and then he, but he also did the Gathering of Five and <laughs> Final Chapter. So, uh, I, I, it's it's. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think if if there was a truly terrible writer who didn't get Norman, but uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. That doesn't mean that there isn't one, but I'm just drawing a blank now. Yeah. Uh, did you guys review ASM A50? Yes. We started that seven o'clock, three hours ago. You can go back and look at it in just a little bit. Uh, but I would do it quick because I take them down for Patreon members so they can get uh, the content exclusively for supporting the site. I have uh, a JR. Yeah, go ahead. So if they did, you mentioned how 
what you would like to see is if they took Norman Osborn and went ahead and gave him a new start in the Senate, whatever cinematic universe they're going with. If it's MCU or if it's wherever we are down the line, do you have any actors in mind that you would like, you think would really do a good job that would kind of, this is who you'd want to see as Osborn. Oh, you know, I mean, Matthew McConaughey's name came up. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, it's like, you know, the, the, I, I, the reason that, uh, the reason that I, one reason I liked Willem Dafoe was because when you go back and watch that movie, he is having a blast. Oh, I know. You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just so much, you know, that like, you know, sometimes you get these actors in there who like, it's a paycheck. They don't care, you know, and I'm not sure Matthew McConaughey, for example, really would care enough about the character to really do it justice. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I mean, I really don't know. I know that one guy who was mentioned was uh, uh, the guy who played uh, the bad guy in Breaking Bad. And I, I don't know his oh, name. Cranston. Also, he, oh, no, 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 Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. There we go. Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston, I think, could do Norman Osborn. Uh, I, I would definitely, cool. I would definitely like to see Brian Cranston as Norman Osborn. Uh, the guy and who who is Gideon Moff Gideon in um, um, the Mandalorian. He's been mentioned before. Uh, he does have the hair, um, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing Cranston. I mean, and, and Brian Cranston, I think, is the only actor that I could see playing Carl Kolchak too. I'd uh, I'd like to see somebody do another take on that character other yeah. than Stuart Townsend. Or someone, Johnny Depp. Someone did a great Photoshop. I remember sharing on Facebook of Brian Cranston in the biography of Stan Lee. Yeah, they, I think that yeah. would be great. I, well, you Brian know, Cranston is Stan Lee. Brian Cranston is Stan no, Lee. Mark Maron is Stan Lee. Mark Maron. <laughs> He's Sam He's Stan. Yeah. He looks like Stan Lee from the seventies. Really? Like yeah. young Stan Lee. Like. But can he act? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Low. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Uh, Kelly is upset with her roommates. Are you okay now? <laughs> uh, I'm using my phone, so I'm using oh. my my data. Oh, the, gotcha. Off the internet, yeah. Oh. So no, I'm uh, fine. So we're Brad good. and Jr. What's your favorite Amazing Spider-Man comic story of all time? Um, I guess the one I go back to, and Jr. You're probably going to do a Goblin, but I, the the part that I I'm almost guarantee you're doing a Goblin. The part that I come back to that sealed the deal for me with Spider-Man was 252, the black costume. Like, I'm going to read this for a long time. The Falco and friends uh, took him back for after the Secret Wars. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. He's got a living suit. And, and at 1984, I was the perfect age for that. And JR was had a third mortgage and uh, had a wife. In yeah. 1984, but I was <laughs> I was nine years old in 1984, and that was just I loved it. So uh, the original uh, DeFalco and Friends run, Jr. ASM 121. <laughs> no, not hardly, not hardly. I don't think it's a very good story to be honest. Uh, and uh, Conway admitted it had pacing problems because uh, Gil Kane, somewhere he had some issues with Gil Kane. Um, you know, it depends on the mood I'm in. It's like, what's your favorite movie? Well, sometimes I'm in the mood for Citizen Kane. Sometimes in the mood for Wild Bunch. Sometimes I'm in the mood for Star Trek two, three, and four. Uh, yeah. Just, you know, I mean, I like the uh, 
you know, I, I like the, 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 the Norman's return in Peter Parker, Spider-Man 75. I think that's just a blast, you know, where it's just mad dog nuts, Norman gone, you know, come back from the dead and blowing crap up and saying crazy things. Uh, you know, I, uh, a personal favorite of mine has always been the black cat, the uh, Doc Ock, Al uh, war, you know, I'm not sure why. I think it just, again, there, there was, there's a lot of stories I like from that era because I was that age. You know, I was the same age as Spider-Man at that time. You know, he was in grad school or whatever, and I was in college. And, you know, a lot of those stories just kind of, you know, I, I just really feel, you know, because I was that age. Yeah. Uh, so it really just depends on the mood. I mean, that's why when I do a top 10, they're almost interchangeable, depending upon the mood that I'm in. So yeah, that's not a, that's not really the answer you were looking for, but that's about the best I can give yeah. you. Uh, Anthony wants to know, do you think Kendra will be revealed next week in ASM 851? No. No, no but it will be revealed in that storyline. Oh, no, that'll be That's too soon. Class remains. I, yeah. Class remains and really means. Really? You think it's going to be revealed after that? It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be revealed. At ASM 850 what? You think we're, we get the, the mask probably reveal? Probably like uh, AS, ASM like 55. Huh? Really? Maybe. Yeah. You think they could go to 900? Uh, oh, no. no, they can't. No, I, I, that think the Kindred, I think the Kindred story is ending around 55. I think Last Remains is, but, yeah, because in, in all the in the promos, it says, you know, uh, now that it, Last Remains is over and you thought the build up to Kindred was awesome, what will the what will the after thought yeah. be or whatever? So I think they're going to end it, but it can't come soon enough. De- Devil Breaker's upset he didn't see you review that issue, JR. Uh, <laughs> Willem Dafoe would make a good Joker. Willem Dafoe is just a great actor. He has been mentioned a lot. It's a shame that uh, Pattinson is so young because Dafoe has that. Dafoe is the Mm. first name that comes up, you know, other than the Johnny Depp Depp sycophants. uh, But, but Dafoe's too old. I mean, he's, he's too old unless it was my, unless he was going against Michael Keaton. Josh Uh, is very upset that you don't like parts of Craven's last hunt and you don't like the night Gwen Stacy died. Explain yourself, spider Yoda. Well, first of all, I did two podcasts on Craven's Last Hunt. So, you know, hint, hint, go back and watch Crawl Space podcast number some of us. No, even Conway admits Night, Night when Stacy died had some issues. I mean, in yeah. so it's so the story didn't have time to breathe, really, when you think about it. You know, um, it's, uh, you know, Gwen, it, it, it's too, it should have been a three part. Um, there's a. Uh, and, and to be honest, it, it's hard to read now because, like I said, Norman is so Norman has written a lot better now than he was back then. Back then, he was just a crazed, you know, super villain, you know, crazed, uh, cliched supervillain. And uh, you know, frankly, I think the reason I think it was good that they killed him off then too because he was yeah. he was becoming a one note character. So, yeah, it's a great story. Is it a good story? Not particularly. Uh, Anthony says ASM 300 was my favorite when I was a kid. McFarland's pencils blew my mind away. I loved ASM 300. I agree. Nick Spencer has taken the Square Enix approach of announcing announcements, <laughs> but who knows what the nucleus of the story will be? I wanna I wanna throw in for Square Enix here. They've gotten yep. a lot better about that. They've learned from their mistakes. So oh. okay, okay. That what? to me that sounds like a suppository. What is Square Enix? <laughs> they make video games. They're a uh, um, Game developer in Japan. They do the Final Fantasy series, which is a big one. Kingdom Hearts, Dragon, yeah. Dragon Quest. Yeah, Dragon um, Quest. So. We're, I'm going to wrap it up, but let's get through these that have already been written. Uh, I think The Last Remains will just be the tip of the iceberg for Kindred, says Gary in the Frozen. I hope not. I hope we're in the uh, 
the final chapter, if you will. Uh, let's see. They can't keep teasing Kindred, messing with Peter, not revealing him. That will get super old, says Adam. Comet says JR's favorite part of the last hunt was Vermin. No, you know me so well, Comet. You know me so well. Least favorite, mine too. I'm just giving you a hard time, JR. I disagree with your opinion heavily, but I respect it. There you go. That's civil. Look at that civil. That's that's civil. I, I, no, I, no, I didn't take any offense. I mean, it's a legitimate question. It's one of the all-time classic yeah. Spider-Man stories. And if someone doesn't really like it that yeah. much, it's a fair question. Well, why don't you like about it? So, fair question. We will we'll end on Josh with the super chat. We'll go Yay. around the horn to answer your question. Favorite and least favorite Spider-Man villains? Um, Vermin. Uh, uh, my favorite, I guess, is Norman. <laughs> Uh, least favorite is who do I hate? It's so easy with X Men. I hate Mojo. That's so easy. Um, who do I hate? Judas Traveler. I don't like. I guess Judas Traveler. How about that? Ashley, who do you hate? Love and hate. I think some of my favorites. I always love the street level ones. So like yeah. Tombstone, Hammerhead, and Kingpin. Yeah, are just almost almost like guilty pleasure level with how much I enjoy those stories. Yeah. But I don't know why I would be guilty about it. It's just, I just enjoy it. Um, least favorite. Scribble. Scribble. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, also who's that brand new day guy that uh, pukes. Um, <laughs> uh, is that his name? Pukes? No. What? What? No, hey, he's, there, a there, he's a meth there, freak. There is a, there is a oh, character who throws stuff freak. up, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was the vomiting vulture. I don't like vomiting um, vulture oh. and, vomiting and freak. Vulture. Remember vomiting vulture? Oh my god! Did I, I brought you back with that one from Brand New Day. Mm-hmm. Peter, who's your favorite and least favorite? My favorite is Mysterio. Um, okay. My least favorite is. I don't really have a least favorite. I, I never open up the comic book and go, "Oh, it's him again," but Doc Ock has been used so much. That he's not my least favorite, but he's my number two. I mean, he has the worst hair. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Kelly, favorite, least favorite? Favorite has got to be Green Goblin, Norman Osborn. That's just classic. Yeah. Um, least favorite, obviously, Screwball, Doc Ock, because Doc Ock is overplayed. Um, but I'm going to say Dance Lot. <laughs> I know those are fighting words, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I. He did I kill Spider Man. Like, he would be a villain if he did. killed Spider Man. Yeah, he's, and he's gloating about it on Disney Plus. So, oh yeah, I saw that. The biggest, like he is clearly a spider villain because yeah. he's gloating about killing him off. Yeah, Jr. Favorite, least favorite. Oh, favorite vermin. Oh, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. uh, now, well, you obviously, know, it's Goblin. I mean, yeah, no I mean, obviously, least favorite. It's easy to it's it's easy to pick on the. Uh, lame villains but honestly i do not like carnage whatsoever i have never mm-hmm. liked carnage i have never understood that character's appeal it is a one note character but he yeah. uh, what whatever it's a hey what do i know he sells i mean and that's the name of the game that's yeah, the name josh of the game. says everybody's swelling with pride that we saw all say norman uh <laughs> real quick uh mike says typeface watch the paul jenkins interview i did he meant for typeface to be a joke, and people took oh, it yeah. as serious. And if you if you look at if you read the story as Paul writing it as the guy's a joke, it takes a new meaning. I, I honestly thought he was trying to go for a legit villain, which is funny. Did, did, so, somebody, did, did, did somebody else rewrite that though to make it try to be serious or no? 
I mean, I, don't I, don't remember. I think the only people that really messed with typeface was Jenkins. I don't think anybody touched it since. Um, let's see. Uh, final thoughts. Oh, here I get you real quick. What do you think after Spencer's run ends? Will will it be remembered? Will it be a, a good run to look back on? Everybody, I think so. Yeah, so salvaging the series after Slot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I, th I think he did damage control from ten yeah. years worth of harm. So I think he. I just wish he could step into his own where he isn't always trying to fix things. Well, so. I think, I think, however, this kindred thing and whether or not they really address one more day, I think will be critical. Yes. I mean, I think if he, I think if he fixes one more day, um, yeah. to some degree, I think it'll be looked upon very favorably. Um, there was a question earlier that asked if who would replace Spencer. Uh, I'm loving Al Ewing on Hulk. So, bring him over to spider-man let's see what he does to my number one character because he's he's killing it on a hulk love that all right final thoughts jr what's your final thoughts on this episode uh, unfortunately uh folks AS asm 850 was uh, was a major disappointment. major disappointment yeah kelly final thoughts um i am cautiously intrigued by what's going on on Spider-Man 3. Yeah, no doubt. I am too. I am too. Uh, Chi-Town, final thoughts, sir? Uh, I liked a 850. The story, the three stories didn't feel like they needed to be there. And keep your eye on the cross space because we have a special Bass Play episode coming up, but that'll be revealed in a later date, but keep your eye on it. That's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to. Uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. 